Hey, this is Mark with Magpie Coffee Roasters here, and we are up in the mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean. Uh, this is De La Foto, a.k.a. your friendly neighborhood Mexican. How's it going, <laughs> Sean? Oh, very good. Very good on this fine Saturday. Uh, uh, I'm just happy, happy to be here. I'm happy. Ha- yeah, I'm happy the weather is warmer lately. I mean, warmer is a relative term. <laughs> it's just not cold as hell. <laughs> warmer than it was, because now I could at least do it. You're like, now that it's warming up, I'm like, it's like January 7th, bro. What do you mean, warming? <laughs> but it's not like freezing every day, you know? No, like, there's not record tem- cold temperatures. Let's do stuff outside again. If it's regular, like, I've been wanting to ride my bicycle, you know, at least. Because, like, even in the wintertime, you could ride between, like, 12 and 1 or something, you know? Yeah. I, a yeah, good hour. I'm just saying, and, like, it's not warm. But it's warmer. <laughs> It's not the tundra no more. <laughs> it will be soon. Uh, yeah. This is like a temporary break, bro. Yeah, but then that's when I leave You're town. You're getting your hopes up and <laughs> shit. That's when I leave town, though. I feel like season's going to be sad when it gets cold again. Yeah, I was sad for that week <laughs> or so. It was so cold, so much snow, couldn't do nothing. Me and the baby at the house annoying each other. So, Well, mm-hmm. we're not going to annoy each other or you listeners this week because we have some special guests. Very special. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Caesar, introduce them. Okay. I thought we were going to do something else first, but all right. So uh, this week we have uh, very special creatives here in town, uh, from town. We have uh, we have Nanders and Chava. If you guys know them, they're portrait wedding photographers, and they also have a podcast called For Creatives by Creatives. Yes, sir. Welcome yes, to the sir. show. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank yeah. you for having Happy us, man. To be here. It's a pleasure. Yeah. 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 Introduce yourselves real quick. Do you guys have any AKAs or AKAs? Anything? Dude, my AKA is Chava, because <laughs> yeah. my real name is Salvador, but everybody knows me as Chava. Yeah. Um, yeah Chava, photographer, like you said, we do it all. We try to do podcasts. We try to do photography. I've mm-hmm. uh, been doing that for a long time now, and yeah, I'm over here uh, with this goon over here. I'm the same What's way. Right? <laughs> I think the AKA is Nanders. <laughs> name's fernando you know but yeah, yeah. only my parents call me that so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no one ever calls me fernando besides my mom and uh-huh. my dad so no that's good though you know <clears throat> but yeah same thing portrait wedding you know we started a podcast like a year or something ago and so yeah we just try to do it all nice awesome. well, welcome to the honeycomb yeah. hideout welcome to up in the mix we're glad to have you guys here yeah, yeah this is i feel awesome, like this man. was overdue caesar brought right. it up to me a while back uh, when we did a wedding together yeah i was at nander's second shooter um, it was fun. You know, we went out to uh, Carson City and Genoa. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's always talking like Nanders. I'm like, I never met this guy, but I feel like <laughs> I know because he yeah. talks about you all the time. Yeah. But, but yeah. So uh, what's the story of the week real quick, Sean? Oh, the story of the week. So, you know, last year, <laughs> yeah, about if, this we, if you think back to last year, the 2021 was starting. Yeah. Everyone was hopeful that 2021 was going to be, you better. know, better, better than the, the terrible 2020. Mm-hmm. And then on January 6th, like... 2020 was like nah nah son yeah we had january 6th happen and like all that shit was throwing me in the capital so yeah. that's right i yeah. forgot about that we had the anniversary yeah. this week you know teaching government you know i had to look back with my students and we watched a little documentary and uh yeah. just you know out of the thousands of people that stormed the capital that day so far 
725 have been arrested, and they're still looking for like 300 something more. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> most of them haven't been uh, even sentenced yet. But one guy who got the longest sentence so far got six months or six years in jail for throwing a fire extinguisher and like pieces of wood at like police officers. <laughs> wow. yeah. and this is the thing. That's that's the day the people of privilege got to go and go on the Capitol because like I've been to DC. I got close to that that building and security right away <laughs> came and was like, Hey, what's going on? And uh, so. so guess guess what state that guy was from? Oh, Alabama, me, Ohio, Nevada. No, he wasn't from Nevada. Alabama, oh, Go on, man. Caesar, huh? Florida, of course. Florida, oh, Florida. <laughs> he was Florida a Florida man. man. A Florida yeah. man who hurled wooden boards at a fire extinguisher <laughs> at police officers. Florida wilding all the time. Was sentenced bro. to more yeah, than five yeah. years in prison. Yeah, Florida don't like rules, and like that's cool about it. But at the same time, now that I'm yeah. older, not that cool. I think they like take it a little overboard in the not following rules yeah. part. You know. They but, just don't like people telling them what to do. Yeah. They're like a four-year-old. Like, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> them in Texas. You know what? You should leave. There's a hurricane coming. No. No. Yeah. No, I'm not going to leave. I'm stronger than the hurricane. I'm going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's, this guy's a fuckboy, too. Like, his original sentence was only going to be, like, 40 months. But then uh, after that... Like after he pleaded guilty, he like went on to like started a fundraising page and said it was all in self defense, and the judge saw it oh. and then increased the sentence to sixty three months. <laughs> yes. salute, oh, no. salute to the judge! Can't stop yeah. all these guys. Can't stop hustling backwards, oh. Bruh. And it's just like they think they think it's fine, but it's not. Like give like you can't just storm the Capitol. Yeah, twenty twenty one. We had six days. Five days where we were like, oh, maybe this year is going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so today we made it to eight. Today we're on day seven, eight, eight in yeah. 2022. <laughs> we're good. So, that's a, so, so far, it's been off to a better start. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's this year's story time. There was no fucking possible insurrection and collapse of democracy in the first six days of the year. So We're yeah. making progress. Things hey, are looking progress, up. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're celebrate yeah. the small victories. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Minus a gallon of milk being five, six bucks now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Yeah. Uh, you know, enough about us. Uh, let's talk about you guys. Yeah. In- mm. Introduce yourself. Like, where are you guys from? Did you guys grow up here? Uh, I grew up in Mexico until the age of um, eight. And then I moved to Vegas for a little bit until my mom moved up to the States. And then we came to Reno, I want to say a year later. So I've been in Reno since I was nine, which would be 11, uh, like 18 years now. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm originally from L.A., but I've never actually lived in L.A., so I don't <laughs> really you. claim L.A. like that. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, I was just born there, bro, and I have a lot of family, but yeah. I'm not like a L.A. for life type of, you know, Reno's my home yeah, but at this point. Your yeah. formative years weren't in L.A. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, for me, Reno is home for sure. What so, part of Reno? Do I live in right now? Or where, like, where'd you grow, grow up, up in? Uh, I guess like South Reno, you know, like, well, actually, no, that's not even South <laughs> Reno, like Central, like Miraloma. Oh, okay. You know, Loma, yeah. okay. like middle of Reno. Like yeah. East Reno? Yeah, yeah I guess that's kind of like in between everything, yeah. you know? Because you go to South Reno, it's like Damani and like all yeah, that. Yeah, but, but like some of the old people that listen to this don't know about Damani and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> they like, what was be- that? Yeah, they moved away before all <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so to them, Mariloma is South Reno. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then South Reno it is. <laughs> we have kind of a similar story because I grew up in Mexico my whole life. Uh, I was born in the States, but my parents moved back to Mexico when I was little. So grew up over there until I was 18, and then I moved here uh, when I was 18, started working, 
and uh it's almost 10 years now which is kind of crazy yeah. but yeah when i moved here dude no english no nothing <laughs> so it was kind of crazy you know just yeah. wandering through life um but yeah grew up uh moved here to reno where, where in mexico are you from i'm from like jalisco and zacatecas i don't know like in I the middle zacatecas, of uh, yeah, yeah. yeah right in the middle of mexico um Kind of a culture shock once I moved here, I but how yeah. Was that? yeah, describe that. What was that Especially like? At, at, 18, at eighteen, just, you just, Man. You're just like I'm out. I'm, I'm moving to the states. I have the funniest states. story though. Uh, Let's go. When I first was going through the airport, right? I'm a I'm a U.S. citizen, right? But right, I didn't yeah. know any English, you know. So when I <laughs> pulled up to the immigration officer, he's like, you know, how's your day going and stuff. I'm just like looking at him, <laughs> like I didn't know anything, bro. Okay. And then he's yeah, like, okay. wait, this is kind of like this is kind of weird, you know. Yeah. U.S. citizen doesn't know any yeah, English. Yeah, he started yeah. questioning me like a motherfucker, yeah, bro. I bet. I he bet. was going at it, yeah. man. I was like. Well, I don't know. He's like, "Where's your mom? Where's your dad?" I was like, "Dude, I don't fucking know. I don't yeah. Get, like yeah." They're home in Mexico. Yeah, and I don't know. thinking back, I could have been just like, "Dude, dude, fuck you." You know, right. let me go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're yeah. the first person that you know has moved out of the United States <laughs> right. as a child. <laughs> right? What is inconceivable? It usually, doesn't work that way. But yeah. but yeah, man. Uh, first first couple of years it was rough just because I was still trying to get the hang of the language and, and stuff. That learning but curve. Mm-hmm. Once you learn that, and you can have some conversation. It's just. No different, honestly. Yeah. No. Uh, what made you come to Reno instead uh, of anywhere else? I have family here mm-hmm. already that yeah. moved here before me, so it was mm-hmm. just the easy yeah. transition Same. to do. Yeah. My my mom has family here, uh, so that's why we came out here. Because most, well, I mean, it's only an aunt and an uncle, but it was like still than, so many now. Yeah. yeah, like we we were staying with with my aunt mm-hmm. for a little bit when we first got here, and then. When my mom like met my stepdad and stuff, you know, we kind of did our this own thing. This is a very similar story to someone else we recently had on the podcast. <laughs> yes, really. Shout really? out to Josue, yeah. Josue. Uh-huh. Like, same thing, like moved here because they yeah, lived with family and then mm-hmm. eventually got their yeah. own place and everything. But dude, I'm glad. I love Reno. Yeah, me too. Reno's such a dub mm-hmm. little city. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't see myself anywhere else. <laughs> nice. There's, there's always pros and cons we always talk about all the yeah. time. And like us growing up, we are a little bit older than you guys. Definitely way different than uh, how it is even... 10 years after that you know yeah mm-hmm. so how did you guys link up how did you guys meet yeah. each other how did you guys form oh. voltron <laughs> oh man you know? we kind of knew about each other yeah i think um we've both been shooting for around the same amount of time actually and then uh i think like a few years when i started i seeing i started seeing him pop up like people would tag him kind of thing and i'm like oh who is this dude like started checking out his page i just like followed him because i thought his stuff was dope but we never like conversated until I think we randomly started to comment on each other's stuff like, uh, hey, this is dope. Like, this is cool. And you then, how it goes. yeah, then that turned into, I think, him just asking me to shoot photos for yeah, him. Yeah, he was doing point. some mini shoots at some point. I was like, dude, I'm trying to get my picture yeah. taken. <laughs> and we went. at the same time, it was like, you know, this, this, this. I, this, boy. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this dude seems like a cool guy. So, I'm, yeah. like, you know, I get to meet him, get some photos taken at a discount yeah. rate. Hey, yeah, sign me up. We, right? we ended up linking up, and I felt like, the shoot turned more into like a get to know each other rather than taking right. pictures. Like a little bromance part. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Literally. Literally. a star, dude. Literally. Honestly. Like we just kind of ended up talking and like, like I said, we have like similar upbringing sort mm-hmm. of, you know, so she just came out here when he was way older. But like I knew the feeling of like growing up in Mexico and then coming to the States and like readjusting. So we kind of clicked from there. And then I think after that, it just turned into we slowly saw each other a little more and then we started to work together more. And then that eventually led into like, let's make a podcast. 
Okay. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. And then ever since the podcast, I think is when our friendship like grew. Yeah, I mean, more. I get yeah. to see him every week. You know, yeah, spending so. all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. hard not to like him at this point. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got to deal with me weekly now. Like he's screwed, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, so it just yeah. kind of went from there, and then um, I mean, yeah, like aside from like the podcast and being coworkers, you know, like he's just a solid friend now. You know, yeah. one of my only friends. I don't have that many friends. Gotta keep that circle small. You're old. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that circle needs to be small. It's not a bad bad thing. It's not. It's not. I've come to learn that it's not. It's good to just keep a solid little. Some of those people you just knew, they weren't really your friends. No facts. Facts. Dude, I've come to realize that lately. Yeah. No, you know a lot of people, but they're not really. Exactly. I call like people friends. But unless we do hood rat shit together, yeah, right. you're not like, really my friend. You're, you're not really like the close friends mm-hmm. or like family. Like, you you know? don't even know me. Exactly. <laughs> right. you really yeah. yeah. You really know work me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or like people just you hear the term like oh I know so and so all the time from like one interaction and it's like you don't know me though like right. you it's you a, met me one yeah. time so yeah. I guess we technically know each yeah. other but like unless you're in my little group of seven yeah. close friends like, yeah. like dude we had a 20 minute shoot yeah. <laughs> you don't know me <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's not much you can learn from me in 20 minutes you know <laughs> who, who knows you never the, seen me uh, fucked who up knows the, <laughs> yeah yeah a 20 minute shoot could turn into a bromance though i mean you know? it could yeah See it did hey. See it did it did <laughs> with us so. stuff, stuff could flourish who knows facts you that's know? very true man. that's very true i mean yeah. look at where we are now so yeah that's true you're in the reno underground it was meant to be yeah underground hip-hop right you know <clears throat> but this uh, is a dumb little setup, yeah. though. Thank yeah, you, bro. Yeah, you guys I love yeah, this yeah. this whole hip hop vibe. Yeah, no. I think I, me and Caesar got to know that we both are into that when we shot together. It's, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We're definitely mm. big fans. So the yeah. minute I saw the Wu Tang rug, I'm like, I'm in a good place. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you're like, coming down safe. the stairs, yeah. like, protect your neck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like, watch your feet, kid. I'm yeah, like, that's just, dope. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the right spot. This is this is cool. Yeah, no, like it's a it's a good area because it's just we always have fun and there's always stuff <laughs> coming because we always buy art or yeah. like, do things, yeah. you know. And like, I was, I was like looking to we're gonna. You know, remodel, change things up. I was yeah. looking at. Uh, oh, I don't want to surprise. I was going to surprise Caesar with it. So, all right, give right. Any, yeah, don't spoil. Don't, it. Yeah, we'll give any secrets it. away. Yeah. But he's just going to come one time, and it's going to be all you know, different, different background different yeah. layout and everything. Just don't throw away my photos. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in on his photos are all gone. Yeah, yeah. there's like, wait, where are the pictures I printed? For they're you? in the re- uh, they're in the recycling bin. <laughs> <laughs> what what pictures? Yeah, <laughs> like I took them to Goodwill, brother. Donated yeah. my yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. But how did the podcast come about? Like, what what was that thought? It was mainly his idea, honestly. Um, I kind of just, uh, it, like, randomly popped into my head, I think, during that time of, like, I saw um, some people were doing podcasts, like, locally, mm. you know? And they were very successful, like, big podcasts, but I noticed they were only really bringing in, like, certain people. Mm. Like, just, oh, you you got, you know, the fame or you're known out here, so come on. And my whole thing was like, why can't you just bring anybody in? You know, like, why does it have to be like you have to have a certain stature to like followers come in or, or like, f- yeah, yeah, like yeah. a certain amount of clout of like, oh, you can come in on the podcast. So my whole thing was like, I want to make one where people can come in regardless of how long they've been doing something or if they've been doing it for like a week. Like, just come on and like let people get to know you and like get yourself out there too and then i just think when you have like a certain platform where you can help other people get out there more like why not use it you know like yeah we're very familiar with that yeah we do that all the time yeah Yeah, like i felt like me and him were at a position during that time where like a lot of people knew about us already so we're like 
let's use that to our advantage to like combine both of our uh like platforms into bringing in a new person who might not and he had the space for it you know like i kind of just had the idea and he's like well i have this room that i've been wanting to like redecorate or turn into like a studio or whatever but here's the thing he went on twitter and he was like i'm trying to start a podcast you know <laughs> yeah and i i go on there i'm like dude i can help you with that yeah. you know but my main idea was like i can do like the behind the scenes kind of thing in the front yeah i yeah. can barely speak english like <laughs> but he took it as oh you want to be a co-host yeah i'm like well i guess <laughs> yeah like at first at first i wanted it to be with someone else like i didn't want to do it by myself either so when he replied i was like yo are you froze down and like he definitely was like Oh yeah, dude, I got this, I got that. Like I can handle. He does way more video than me, so yeah, like yeah. I knew he was gonna get that solid. And then I'm like, okay, cool. So like, you want to be my co-host? And he's like, oh, um, dude, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I, I yeah. Like so nervous, I think he was, man. he was like, whoa, wait. Like you want me to? I'm like, yeah, bro, just us two. You know, like why? Don't let me just do it by myself. Yeah. Like I didn't want to start it on my own. Like that was the whole thing. Yeah. And then yeah, once we got that misunderstanding out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> we we filmed the first episode just us as like an introduction and then we slowly started to bring in people and then I mean now we just we, we did what episode 50? 50, uh, 50, 50 episodes. Nice. Yeah. nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Man. Yeah. yeah, 50. We've done like a mix between like a like guest nonstop for a couple of weeks and then just us two and then like guests and then like that because you know how it is to correlate with other people's mm -hmm. schedule too yeah like sometimes oh, we it's know. a little hard oh, we yeah know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um now i think we're trying to um kind of like incorporate that more this year like try to have as many guests as we can but then if not like have a section where we just bring in a group of people and conversate about like one topic together mm -hmm. and then like go about it that way to fill in that gap of like not having a person because it's it's hard to like consistently have one person every week so yeah 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 no it is because it's just you only know so many people and sometimes you try to reach out mm -hmm. you know like cold calls as they call it yeah and yeah but true that mm -hmm. true that sometimes you have people reach out to you exactly yeah yeah mm -hmm. no we definitely have a lot of those but you know people's schedule sometimes just doesn't work out it's hard doesn't line up yeah but we're definitely trying to switch it up a little bit not too much we still want to be guest based for the mm -hmm. most part mm -hmm. but yeah we just want to spice it up with different things and you know so for people who haven't listened to your podcast uh how do you describe it to mm -hmm. them like what's the format what's what do you guys do we yeah. i think we structure it as like we don't have a super general game plan going in like we kind of let it just flow as it goes dude we don't plan yeah <laughs> like like i think i kind of have like a, a certain amount of things i want to ask a person mm -hmm. But then we just get off topic and just go on about whatever, you know, like we kind of let the other person just be themselves and not feel like they're getting interviewed for like an hour straight of yeah. like, so why do you do this? Why do that? Blah, blah, blah. It's like more of like, hey, just let's just talk about yeah. whatever you want to talk about. But it's you know? definitely more, like I said, guest based. So you definitely get to know the, the person, person that we have as mm -hmm. a guest for the episode. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, and yeah that's me that's how i think I like it. the way i've i've noticed is like the first 25 30 minutes is definitely all like you get to know the guests pretty well mm -hmm. and then after that it turns into like a random conversation yeah. so yeah is there like a specific niche like especially like with the podcast called four kids by creatives do you guys just do photographers do you guys just do you know artists or just artists in general mm -hmm. like we yeah. don't really we don't mind what you do you know anything that I mean, there's a lot of things that are considered art that people might not think is art. Yeah, think is yeah, art. Yeah. So that's our whole like format. So I mean, like this 
that we're doing right now is an art so it's like you know we can invite you guys at some point to come on because yeah. you're a podcast host mm -hmm. you know not that many people host podcasts yeah. so at first it was mainly photographers and then we had some models but we've had um music groups music groups <laughs> Uh, those corrido ones those mexican ones yeah uh, and then like nail artists and like hair, hair ladies stylists. and stuff so everything dude everything yeah. kind of people who record music mm -hmm. like producers i guess anyone that's just interesting well i yeah. mean it says for creatives but yeah. Yeah. so yeah. like yeah anyone yeah. who's creating anything yeah anything mm -hmm. sounds like we could all trade guests too <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> from our show to this show like, yeah like that might just help like, us get more guests no like, because hey, like we've out. done the same thing you know yeah. uh like hair people, you know, hairstylists, really? like barbers, yeah. from like photographers to, you know, music people. So Barbers yeah, is so. the next one I want to add on because we haven't had a barber yet, actually. Mm -hmm. But I have a couple in mind to come mm -hmm. in. So Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any podcasts you listen to that inspire, uh, like help you guys form your podcast or inspire you to do certain things or just that you listen to in general? Uh, none of the shit I listen to does that. <laughs> I mostly listen to true crime podcasts. I'm keep it a buck with you, bro. People love that, though. Yeah, and like, I listen to like gaming podcasts and uh, like shit like that. Like I don't have anything that really has to do with what we do. Um, because yeah. most of my podcasts, if you go on my podcasts, is probably true crime. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of just came to us like just to do it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I definitely do because we do tend to mess around with each other a lot. And, you know, I, that's kind of just us in general. But I, I, I watch these two guys, um, Cody and Noel. Oh, yeah. Cody they and tend Noel. to do that a lot. You know, they're just a couple goons that <laughs> like to just have you guys clown ever on each other. Seen their stuff? It's Tiny Meat Gang podcast. Nah. No, <laughs> it's, funny. Funny. it's hilarious. That bro. name, you know, <laughs> gives yeah, it, yeah. Gives yeah. it right away. Bat, it's a, it's a great, it's so a great I podcast. I would definitely know that if I had right. to. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're so great. To them, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> they're, a good name. they're basically just like a weekly, they talk about weekly things. You know, they're mm -hmm. both big YouTubers and like, you know, just other things. And yeah, they're just like, fucking hilarious yeah. together so so I, I like the way they kind of mess around with each other mm -hmm. and we try to do that too every now and then yeah and we kind of just people like shit. that too people definitely because <laughs> we make reels and stuff of the funny moments uh -huh. mm -hmm. and people yeah people definitely just like roast, the fact that we go sessions. back and forth <laughs> yeah <laughs> just have like a mini roast session for a bit and people like yeah. us to insult each other i guess right <laughs> no, and that's good because if you're not real friends like if you can't talk shit to your real you're friends real right friend. like how are you gonna talk shit to you know Facts. exactly like if you yeah. don't hurt each other's feelings through your words bro yeah that's not your homie. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's not your homie <laughs> no we always talk shit on each other all the time and like yeah that's he's, how, he's, he's gotten yeah. me with some good ones where i'm like damn bro i don't know what to say to that anymore <laughs> Like I'm not even gonna cap. He's he's gotten me with some good ones. Where I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna shut just up. Straight I can't slappers, sing. and you can't like. Yeah, uh, I'm put like, your head down. I'm like, wait till I think of some shit though. Like, <laughs> but, <you know? laughs> but sometimes I mean, yeah. you just gotta be quiet and laugh. Yeah, right. Yeah, just laugh it off. You gotta take the L sometimes. Take the L. Take your L. Like ah oh, shit. The thing is, like, I'm not even like good at roasting people, yeah. but for some reason, me and you him, know, he, he comes the, easy when it comes to him. The closer you are, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the the better friends you are, the more shit you can find to like. Especially at like I feel like a certain age, yeah, where it's just like mm -hmm. endless, you know. Yeah, right. you get too distracted. I feel like the last few years it's not yeah. as bad, yeah. but you know when we get together, we play poker, uh, we're out drinking. Public, I like got public house. Yeah, nothing but like, shit talking. <laughs> like out in the back, like in the summertime, everyone's a little you know lost in the sauce. Yeah, and we're just talking shit across <laughs> the bar, and everyone's looking at us all weird. Like I mean, that's how this podcast down. started. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah tell a, us. Tell us how you guys came. Maybe about. on your episode. <laughs> All right. <fine. laughs> like, wait, wait, we don't need to be interviewed on ours. All right. Fine. Well, we will, we won't ask you no questions till you guys come on. There fine. you go. You can ask all of them. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair Damn. enough. Caesar. Caesar, like shut that, that down, bro. Ah, real quick. He can't yeah. you This talk, is my bro. show, motherfuckers. <laughs> this will cut that off real this quick. This is my I show. Was sh- I was shocked at the swiftness. I know. <laughs> He's like, maybe when we come. Damn, son. All right, bro. Dude, you know? I was about to answer. Dude, are you worried? That's why I had to stop my boy. I saw, real quick. I saw Sean. Real quick. I saw Sean. He had the face of like, oh, yeah, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bang, bang. Bing fair bong. enough. No That's ma- fair though. That's no fair point. Well played. Well played. You like yeah. that? Shit. Somebody had to shut it down. Yeah, but you're faster you know? than that, Sean. Someone has to bench press a block, you know? Yeah. See, that's, you know, balance each other out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the balance. There you go. Uh, <laughs> well, but, but our story is funny, though. <laughs> we'll save it for the episode, don't worry. Well, should we take the first break, Caesar? And, yeah. And play your song of the week? And, oh, I'm, I'm interested song of the to week. hear this. All right. Yeah, yeah. We got song of the week. Um, my song of the week is an old one, it's like 10 years old now. But uh, Caught in the Haze by David Dallas featuring Freddie Gangsta Gibbs. I've actually heard that song, so that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, so listen and enjoy. Salud. and dominant marketplaces I'm from New Zealand and I'm used to seeing different faces and they don't ever turn the radio to different stations I gotta do it though cause mom's getting sick of waiting when I was young she used to tell me have some fucking patience but she loved the baby boy raised the guy like I'm a roids up my game like I'm a joystick still playing with these toys I'm grateful for the voice I've been given Big boy, now no purple ribbon About to have all of the shutter bugs flicking Straight sipping, vodka soda with a twisting Jamera quiet playing, I don't say it to be different It's still hip-hop in the veins Smearing off in the brain Always been a cool dude, I'll let you know Kicking back, feeling good on a Friday Ain't letting all the bullshit get in my way Know that I stay caught in the days Caught in the days Caught in the days
taught me down Deeply rooted in the ground Way I spit is so profound Know the sound like some shit you heard before But it ain't everyone's an artist now But I'm using different paint Man, I'm using different ink for the story This is guts, this is glory It's the rush of performing It's a slut when you're horny It's the feeling that you get when you wake up in the morning Or that feeling that you get when the sun's dawning on another day And you ain't seen your life another way Been working that same job for next to nothing pay Plugging away at your dreams Trying to hold the shit together While the world's tugging away at the seams See, struggling, it ain't no thing Once you're looking back But fuck if you'd ever regain Try to go through that So I just see it like a vintage car You put your all in to ride it I once then it's in the garage To talk about it with your friends As a symbol of the hard work This is all of me, so and then Looking at it through a lens It's rose-tinted It's probably why you hear it And my voice is so committed Shit, get in my way. Know that I stay caught in the days, caught in the days, caught in the days, caught in the days. Don't mess with my heart. Things are looking up, you can see in my eyes. So you know I'm caught in the days, caught in the days, caught in the days, caught in the days. Welcome back. That was Caesar's Song of the Week. It was Caught in a Daze by David Dallas featuring Freddie Gangsta Gibbs. Yeah, and this was like 10 years ago. And I think they got together because uh, Freddie Gibbs was like uh, kind of like Raekwon back in the day, low-key sponsored by LRG. And David Dallas was on the come up from New Zealand. And he was like, I think on a LRG campaign as well. Oh. So I think that's how they linked up. Because if you look at all the others on that album... There's not a lot of like American, you know, like influence or yeah, features on there. Yeah, interesting. So, but this was like ten years ago, and it just reminded me because he had a new, um, a new single come out this year. It's like forty two below. Um, He's from New Zealand. And from New Zealand, and obviously you don't hear a lot of like, you know, even Aussie. That's or, a first, even for us. Yeah, yeah. no, we, we played uh, some Australian people. Yeah, no, but I, I played, I played David Dallas in uh, our show before. Though. Yeah, but I mean for the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast, first on the podcast, but. First Kiwi. Yeah, radio show definitely had it. But yeah, so I like listened to that, and I listened to the old album. It's called uh, The Rose Tint, and it's like, yeah, 2011 it came out, and like pretty good. Um, yeah, for especially someone from across the planet, that different culture stuff. So you got to listen and pay attention. So yeah. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, back, to, back to our guests here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, like you guys are both photographers and stuff. What do you guys think about the level of photography in Reno? Oh, that's a very oh, good man. question. Because me and my boys, we always talk about it, and like you know, <clears throat> and you guys are like heavy into it. Like I do, I do weddings and portraits as well, but not as much as you guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've definitely we've seen the the transition because when we started, there was not that many people doing it. First mm-hmm. of all, and also there was not that many people doing it at this high of a level mm-hmm. right now you look at you know almost any photographer out there they're freaking killing it dude mm-hmm. they got quality and they got like good marketing consistency and, you know consistency mm-hmm. all that so we especially this past year mm-hmm. ever since the pandemic i feel like a lot of people got in it yeah and 
sometimes I'm amazed. I'm like, dude, this stuff, like this guy has freaking 200 followers, but his quality of work is freaking amazing, you know? Yeah. So I, I definitely think, see it going up and I think and like, uh, like you said, when we started, I knew like a handful of people here who were really doing it, I guess, you know, like they were established. And then now it's mm -hmm. like, there's so many photographers, which, which I think is dope to have a big community. No, it's, it's really like good. it's and especially just, you know, everyone has their own thing that they like to shoot or their own the, style. Yeah, like their mm -hmm. own gear that they prefer and like everything like that. So I think it's kind of cool to like have that many people around because you can kind of absorb a little bit from everyone. Like for the most part, I think everyone is very chill about like conversating about photography or asking each other for tips and like all those things helping but each other out i think the photo community here is like extremely talented you know like if you look at other bigger cities or states you know like the, the quality just definitely is is up there because when people think of like big time photography they're like oh cali oregon washington new york like chicago like those type of cities like kind of come into mind but it's like the reno scenes it's dope man it's a lot of people killing it out here mm -hmm. so um how would you guys describe your style to, to someone who's never seen your, photog mm -hmm. your photography or your photos? Uh, okay. That's a good question, huh? <laughs> These are <laughs> you good really, questions. You really think about this kind of stuff, but I guess in my... I would describe mine as friendly, approachable, and um, not too crazy, I guess. Just simple. Yeah, I've, I've always strived to not over-edit my stuff like i like to make it look as natural as it does but then if someone sees it they recognize it's your picture type of thing mm -hmm. you know and then mm -hmm. as far as like being a photographer in general aside from the look like kind of like what he said is like just give someone a good experience when you go shoot with them is like my biggest thing you know like you go shoot with somebody, they're probably nervous because they've never got their photo taken. Always nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they, like, get their picture taken all the time, mm -hmm. then they're comfortable. Um, so I think as photographers, like, you should always just kind of be welcoming and make that an easier experience for everyone, like, right from the get-go. Because um, then I, I just think that's just the right way to go. And then people will appreciate it. They'll come back to you more. You know, like, they're more than likely to recommend you to someone because they're like, oh, I had a good experience with so-and-so but not with this person so maybe go here and then yeah i just think that's kind of how i try to approach and it, it goes back to you know how we were saying there's a lot of good photographers out here right but there's also a lot of them that don't focus a lot on the you know talking to the client thing making mm -hmm. making sure they have a good experience too mm -hmm. and when everybody has high quality then the service what, yeah the service is kind of mm. what's going to stand out and exactly. it's going to you know word of mouth is going to get out mm. there and you're going to progress from there. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a service, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, making people feel comfortable, you know, when they're not comfortable. Right. Because yeah. not the average person likes to be comfortable in front, in front of, of, a, of camera. a camera. Yep. So, <laughs> like, that, that goes a long way. I mm -hmm. agree. Um, how did you guys get into photography originally? Uh, for me, it started just going on a lot of hikes in the area back in, like, 2015. I think I started to just take pictures for fun on like an iphone 4 you know and then it just kind of evolved from there yeah like it went from there of like um i think that's like when i really even started to use instagram i think before that it was just like barely used it type of thing it was just there and then like i started to post more photos from like hikes or anything that i i like slowly started catching an eye for like taking pictures in general you know but i was just on a phone at the moment and then 
I had like close friends like why don't you just get a camera like you're kind of doing this cool stuff with like iPhone like why don't you get a camera and they're expensive bro I was a college student at the time you know <laughs> right. I have money for all that <laughs> mm-hmm. but eventually someone sold me a good package and um yeah I just kind of only shot landscape at first like I never took pictures of people for probably the first five to six months after I started and then some random senior asked me for pictures and that was my first ever like portrait shoot where someone even paid me like a little bit of money to go do and then that turned into like oh more seniors and then oh it's prom season and then oh I, w- I want to get married so I'm like oh damn like this can actually like kind of go <laughs> yeah like I, I was definitely not charging anything to make a living from back then or being that busy but then after a couple of years I saw the potential in that and how busy I was starting to get and how much it like I was trying to balance a full-time job, full-time school and photography at the same time. And I'm like, I got to take one of those out, (laughs) you know? And like, I I was never really a school person, if I'm gonna be honest. Like I was in school because, you know, grew up like, yo, go to school. It's like a thing. Yeah. Like, especially being Hispanic, they're Mm -hmm. like, go to school, get a degree, like work a good job while you're in school. And I'm like, okay, that's all I'm going to do then after high school. (laughs) And then, um, once I got there, I just kind of said, all right, you know what? Like, I like this way more than anything else I'm doing. So, I'm going to cut out school first. I'm not going to quit my job because I need finances. So <laughs> You need to eat? Yeah, I need mm-hmm. I need money. <laughs> uh, and so I kept working and then eventually I kind of just saved up enough to where I'm like, I'm just going to say screw it and leave my job and see how it goes. And if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to working and go back to college. And three years later, here we are. None <laughs> of that. So, Ooh, nice. Dude, when I started, yep. it was about two, three years after I moved here. And honestly, it was because I was bored. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have anything to do. I would go to work 8 to 5, go home and lay down. And then (laughs) the next day, repeat, right? Mm -hmm. And, dude, I wasn't into anything. I was like, dude, I'm going to. I bought a little GoPro, and I had a a bike back then. And I was making these videos with my GoPro on top of my helmet and stuff. And my sister got into photography, started taking pictures at weddings and stuff. And she's like, well, you're making these videos. Why don't you get a camera? And you can start making the videos. I'll take the pictures, you know, we make some money on the weekend. And I was like, that sounds kind of cool. So that kind of, that's what got me to buy an actual camera. But then from there, I was like, whoa, I don't have any fucking friends. (laughs) So I was going to go drive around, cruise around, take pictures as I go. And dude, I really liked it. I really liked the editing part of uh, the whole process. And I started taking pictures. And then some coworkers noticed that I was taking pictures. And they're like, whoa, why don't you take photos of me and my girlfriend? And going into that, at first, it was so nerve-wracking, dude. Like, I would go shaking into a shoe. <laughs> like, literally, I was so awkward. But, you know, I started taking photos like that, and then eventually just slowly. It was, like, a really, really slow process. Like like I said, it's been, like, six, seven years almost. But it wasn't until last year where I really picked up some steam and, and started doing it more. And that's kind of when this guy was like, dude, you're Coast. hella busy all the time. Like, <laughs> like just go, go full-time, go full-time, you know? And took a lot but i did it and it's been almost a year it's been good, it's been good so mm-hmm. well, here you guys are because it takes a lot to like be 100 percent into it yeah. oh yeah as like your nine to five you know yeah. yeah it's just like i see nanders where he has like a lot of shoots all the time and i was like Phew, i'd get burnt out you know <laughs> it is yeah i go through mm-hmm. that i get that a lot like i get burnt out mm-hmm. quite often what do you guys do to switch that burnout 
Oh, man, if you know, let me know. I've always tried to um, do ideas that I just have that mm. are not paid. Maybe just like a collab. Yeah. And that refreshes me a lot to like go shoot something that mm. For fun I specifically want to mm, do. As work. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. I want to go to this exact spot at this time of the day. And you can have maybe this type of outfit because this is kind of how I want it to look. I'm also big on like taking trips by myself a lot, like and just getting out of the city. That's what I do. Yeah. Well, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think mm-hmm. solo trips are extremely necessary for anybody. You know, like just mm-hmm. the experience of going somewhere outside of your comfort zone and by getting yourself. Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even there's been times when I've gone to scenic places, bro, and I hardly take pictures. I just kind of go to like just enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. definitely like bounces me out of being so burnt out from like client work and then also investing time into a different hobby you know like just um like i'm not a big time gamer but like i'll stream sometimes on like twitch and i think that's a very dope little like interaction Mm. you get with people or like Mm -hmm. local people from here that i've met at tournaments will come on and we just talk on like discord and play smash for like a couple hours and that's just like a good reset outside of that Mm. or like I'm trying to get more back into like painting and drawing this year because that's what I did a lot before photography. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just things like that. But um, it can uh, it be it can become a lot. There was like a year yeah. where I almost just stopped because I was so damn burned out. I'm like, I'm kind of tired of taking yeah. pictures, bro. And then, uh, thankfully, my ex girlfriend at the time checked me real quick and she's like, No, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do yeah. that shit. I was I'm like, sure, Okay, thank you. I'm sure you can relate. Like, mm-hmm. photography is time consuming, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for some reason, people think that once you do it full time, you're like, Oh, your job must be so easy. No, you know? it's not. It's, you're just taking like, photos. Yeah. Like, how hard could it be? <laughs> yeah. And like, yes, I get that. Yeah. You're, you know, you're taking mm-hmm. pictures, but. It can be super overwhelming. It's a job at the end of the day, yeah. you know. And it's a lot they don't see. That's oh, yeah. the thing, because right. they see you go click, cool, and it doesn't look like on the back of the camera. With, the next with day you the see thing. the post on the on Instagram, yeah. and it's yeah. fucking cool. All the work they, between yeah. those two yeah. points yeah. is right. what missing. I also think people don't understand like when you're full time, like you do everything yourself. See, like it, you're your yeah. own manager, mm-hmm. bro. Unless you have people managing stuff for you, like you're the shooter you're the editor you're the marketer you're the finance person like you got to keep track of all your income you got to you know do everything for taxes all the expenses like you gotta be good with money because what if you're not busy for a month and you ain't shooting yeah you know like there's you gotta there's a lot a lot to it that Mm. people don't think about they just think it's like oh look i live this cool like fun life i'm a photographer and it's like i think it's like that with a lot of forms of art oh yeah because yeah. People consume art mm-hmm. in a certain way, and then when you're someone who produces it, it's a whole different experience yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and know, I think... you see the whole process, the intent, like the intent behind it, like even that, like just being, you know, knowing how to like set up a shoot and like how to get what people like mm-hmm. is a whole skill on of itself mm-hmm. that people take for granted, and then everything, like you said, on the backside. I think it's like that with a lot of art. It's just like whether it's music or yeah. painting or anything. Yeah. People are just like, why don't you just make the thing I love <laughs> yeah. so I can get more of it? Yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, uh, it also goes to show, you know, you only have a certain amount. So there's some. So there's a lot of pressure, too, that comes with it. You set up a shoot, you have 45 minutes. You better get some good shit. Yeah. They're no, paying you a lot of money yeah. to get some good shit. And just imagine that over and over every day, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what gets to me. No. So sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. taking breaks here and there. Yeah. 
but yeah i struggle definitely with that well no, that's that pressure yeah. you're putting on yourself yeah though, yeah as a prophetic you're putting that pressure on yourself that like i'm holding myself to the standard right because mm. it's art because mm. you're it's like an extension of you like yeah. you at the end of the day, yes. when you put those photos out, like you're, you look at that yeah. as you, like mm-hmm. you know, you've done this. Yeah, they don't see it that way. They just see uh, the end product mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is a cool photo. Uh-huh. They don't see all the like you, like you said, your style. Yeah, and mm-hmm. how you want someone to recognize that it's you behind yeah. that. Yeah, and, and sometimes I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do that, but then I don't know if I, if you can like even control that you know like i think mm. as artists you're just never really satisfied no it's like it's ever tough like you're constantly just trying to mm. improve and better the last piece of art you put yeah. out and some people don't get that they're <laughs> like your stuff's nice and it's like yeah but it can be nicer you want to be know? better like yeah. yeah and like i always get nervous like delivering photos oh, to me a client too, bro, to this day because I know I like it. It's my style and stuff. But it's like, it's also not my pictures. You know, it's like this family, this wedding or whatever the situation is. And I'm always like, are you sure you like it? You know? (laughs) Yeah, I like like, question them. I'm like, are you sure these are okay? Oh yeah, I love them. Okay, thanks. Because even even today, I was just like, are you sure? When she like messaged me back, she's like, I love them. Like I cried a little bit and I was like, okay, that's a good sign. You're like, all right, right cool. So yeah. you shed a tear nice. Yeah, yeah. See, sometimes you get super in your head and in you're your head, like, yeah. oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, I love them. Like I can't stop looking at them. And I'm like, mm. you lying? <laughs> no, I'm like, hey. No, and that's the thing. Because like, when I shoot like street photography, it's for me and mm-hmm. nobody else. So I don't care. Mm-hmm. But when you're delivering, someone paid you a lot of money, you yeah. know, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever the situation for an hour of work mm-hmm. that they think it's an hour of work, you know, but uh, <laughs> uh, and then it's just like, uh, it's just very nervous. And like, yeah. I always double check with the lady, you know, make sure if she likes them. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Get like an outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Outside. Like That's that is, good. that is not a photographer, you know? Yeah. 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 And then yeah. cause like I'll send it to photographer friends and they'll be like, cool. They'll critique me about it. And like, if I need like real critique, could critique, critique <laughs> I'll send it to them for real stuff which i like, think is very important yeah, too like for, i think it's it's good to mm-hmm. have a solid group of friends that you can count on for like constructive criticism but don't be that dude that gets mad when someone tells right, you to fix right. it. but this is the thing in town a lot of people get mad though. oh yeah like it's just oh, so yeah. funny like yeah, like they, I, I i mean there's just mm. people who i don't know man i don't want to put names in, like, the thing is you don't if if you're put in names out there whatever community you're in yeah. of art like without like my mm. spoken word group like if you're not accepting feedback from them like those are the people doing the same thing as you mm-hmm. yeah those are your peers yeah if you're not accepting feedback from them like they're not there to make you, they want you to be better yeah yeah like mm-hmm. they want the same thing from like yeah. from you that they're getting so if you can't accept that yeah yeah maybe i can also understand though you. yeah i can because understand it is your it. art yeah because yeah. it is like you said like an extension of you so you think when they're criticizing your work they're criticizing you when it's not really like that, yeah. you know, but I can see how no. they get there. Like I've, I've had people, yeah, like I've come off the stage feeling good about myself and they're like, oh, you know, like you should try this or try this. And like in the moment, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> then like, like, then like, mean? but like, then you go sit down later and you think about it and you're like, oh, you know, they're right. Like, yeah. yeah. That, that, you know, yeah. and then you try, you try it and you're like, okay, I see what they're saying, you yeah, know, like, <laughs> You know, yeah, instead of just <laughs> defending it, try and see it from their perspective. Yeah. It's, it's tough. But like, it's, it's, also, tough. it's also, too, because, like, if everyone pushes each other and to be their best, better than them, like, the the cream of the crop is going to rise to the top. Yeah. You right. know? I, I also and, just like, think, like, anyone upcoming, that's the best way to grow, bro. Yeah. Like, approach mm-hmm. people who have more experience than you, and you'll see your growth go up. Yeah. You know, like, 
You want to be around people who are better than better, you. Yeah. Better yeah. than you, yes. Right. Or else you're not going to get better. Like you, mm-hmm. you were talking about in the break with – with gaming, like yeah. playing playing Smash Brothers, like if you're playing your group of friends, you're, you're only gonna, if, yeah. if you're the better than them, you're not gonna get better. You yeah. gotta you know yeah. extend like I got beyond that. I got better going to tournaments and getting my ass beat for months. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah, and then you beat those people and you're like, <laughs> yeah. all right, on to the next, next dude. One. You know, like yeah. it's just it's. Just I was telling my students that the other day. I was like, because they, you know, I'm like, oh, it's a scholarship. You know, like sign up for the scholarship, and the, uh, I'm like, it's only for you know students at the school. So I'm like, technically, you're competing against each other. So it's mm-hmm. only the ones that apply. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that could have sucks. And I'm like, that's life, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. when I applied for this job, I was like, 16 people applied for this job yeah. and mm-hmm. six people interviewed for it. Mm-hmm. They only got one you. person. So yeah. I'm like, this is going to be the rest of your life, son. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, there's always someone else fighting for that Welcome spot. Welcome to that the real world. Mm-hmm. Facts. I checked one of my friends the other day, and he kind of pushed, ba- pushed against the the criticism or, yeah. like, you know, what I told him. And then... And now he can't stop talking about the same thing that I told him just because, like, <laughs> after a couple of days, he was like, oh, damn, he's right. And yeah. then he just keeps pointing it yeah. out over and over. It's just like, like you said, in the moment, it can be, you know, you take it a certain way. It's but just then, hurting your pride. You know, it's, yeah. it, it is what it is. It's your yeah. pride. Yeah. Like, your pride is wounded. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Facts. You gotta but stay yeah. humble but that's But that's how you learn, though, because you learn from taking L's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. And that's yeah. the thing. And plus, like, I know, I know in one of the podcasts you guys were saying no one kind of, like, helped you, you know? You learn by trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the benefits now that there's people who are veterans or professionals, you know, like you could bypass some of that error mm-hmm. by like taking a little bit of criticism. Yeah. You know? And I just yeah. I think like as someone um, like if you weren't really helped out in the beginning, like you didn't have like a mentor. Do that part now. You know, yeah. Like when someone approaches you like I. I don't like when I hear photographers who like ask me for a tip and I'll reply to them like right away. And they're like, Oh wow. Thanks. I had a message. So-and-so and they just left me on red for like a couple of days and no, that's never tough. told me anything. I'm like, yeah. that sucks, bro. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. You I know? mean, we try doing that with podcasts. Like, yeah. you know, we started this four years four ago. Years and, ago. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there was a couple of other local podcasts and, you know, as we've met other people doing podcasts, we try and have them on and mm-hmm. just talk to them and like share our process with them. Mm-hmm. And, um you know it's just it's a way like and then someone else another local podcast found a guy that's like a professional podcaster and you can submit yours for him and then Mm. he'll like review your podcast on his podcast interesting and like we did that with ours and he like listened to it and like he liked it but he also had like some good yeah yeah, some good constructive feedback so we switch stuff up yeah Yeah, like oh like you know this is i mean like yeah he's like you guys you know, he's like, you guys are nearly there, but he's like, listen to professional podcasts. He's like, if that's what you guys want to do, mm-hmm. listen to these big podcasts. And, add, and you know, he was right. Like, there's little tweaks and things we need to do and tighten up or add that would be on, mm-hmm. you know, a podcast mm-hmm. that he's like, if you guys are already acting like you're this big <laughs> thing, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. fully commit to it, you know? Well, like, Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a great conversation, guys. Yeah, it's been awesome. I'm glad mm-hmm. you guys are here. Um, we're going to take a second break. Uh, I'm going to play my song of the week. Okay, mm-hmm. let's hear it. It is uh, Hickory Dickory by Chica. I don't know uh, that one. <laughs> it was uh, Caesar had it for one of his top songs of 2021. Last year, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I, it, like, I hadn't heard it in a while, and then he played it. I was like, oh, shit. It's so fucking <laughs> I forgot good. about that. Fire. So, uh, yeah, listen and enjoy. Solid.
I look at the stars. They asking me what do I see? What do I see? I noticed that lately all them constellations been looking like me. Looking like me. Inspired to shine, nigga. Inspired to dream. I think of my life and I feel that I may be as good as I seem. Coming up, I dreamt of the checks I be running up. I sat on my bed writing lyrics and songs I would practice some more, but it wasn't enough I wanna perform, I want a crowd Singing it back to me, stadium loud Homies in front turning up, getting down They gone off the liquor, they drunken and proud That energy hit when the lights on That energy hit when it's my song I'm starting to think like a mogul I'm starting to feel like an icon Cause I ain't the same and I know it But I got the heart of a poet That money is good, but it's new here I'm trying so hard not to blow it Cause all of my friends walk around and they icy, pricey But when it come to me, I prefer just a tea and some Nikes Fight me, I might be Running from changes, I like how it is Easy to cover the life that I live Still ain't got used to the sight from the crib I knew I would have it when I was a kid At moments the nights would be dark Won't hold you, the journey was long Through all of the bullshit, imagine the younger me singing a song yeah. Like hickory dickory, my clock has been taking the victory I don't have a fear in the world, whenever it's time I know they'll be listening Hey, do it, do it, do if I want these niggas to think, then I know that I gotta get niggas to rock Gotta go harder with every drop I be remember like Biggie and Pac That be the reason I stay on my grind I ain't wasting no time and I'm racing the clock Yeah. If I can see them as a link, then I know that I gotta behave as the watch Crank this shit up if only by a notch Master the art and then give him a swatch Put everything that I got on the line I ain't wasting no time cause I'm racing the clock Yeah I'm a star now, and visions don't feel very far now My parents were stressing shit, worry no more cause your girl got a job now And she can afford an apartment, and soon she gon' push it to start it And everyone know who she is, when she leave the crib she not getting carded And that ain't from college now, nah. that shit is all by the wonderful work of her hands And maybe the prayers y'all send up at midnight when y'all ain't know if I can see out my plan yeah. But mama I made it, and daddy I'm faded It's how I stay grounded, cause bitch I'm a lady, yeah now all of my messages full of these niggas who say we're related I never met, no, no Why would I make out a check to him? Listen, I know how that sound and it might have been different if I grew up next to him We've been so distant, they question me if I found out how to send out a text to him It was just me with my head down, eyes red Barely slept in my bed, 14 hour bus rides Windows pillow my head I knew it was coming, yeah So I never stopped running I'm watching the lights go by, I sat on that bus, I was humming, yeah Hey, do we get to it, if I want these niggas to think, then I know that I gotta get niggas to rock Gotta go harder with every drop I be remembered like Biggie and Pac That be the reason I stay on my grind I ain't wasting no time when I'm racing the clock Yeah. If I can see them as a link, then I know that I gotta behave as the watch Crank this shit up if only by a notch Master the art and then give him a swatch Put everything that I got on the line I ain't wasting no time cause I'm racing the clock Yeah Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week, and it was Hickory Dickory by Chica. Yeah, like I said, you know, it came out this year mm-hmm. uh, when it first came out. Uh, my sister sent it to me. I was like, do you know her? I was like, of course. Yeah. And then, We've been like, fans of her for a while. And, like, I didn't think of it mm-hmm. again until you played it uh, last week or whenever that was. I was like, oh, shit, this is a banger. I love mm. this song. Yeah. It goes. What else can you say? If that doesn't get you, you know? blood flowing i don't know what to say to you yeah and like we've been saying for a while like the girls and the r&b and the hip-hop have definitely i like how they get more light now you know and they also have bars it's yeah. fantastic yeah mm-hmm. well gentlemen are you guys ready for the meandering questions section of the podcast the hard hitting yeah. ones the the hard copy ones the i don't know if yeah, i'm ready but it. let's do it all right <laughs> i like the i like the spirit first question who's your dream guest on your podcast Ooh. If you could have anyone. Uh, 
Damn, that's a good ass question. So um, this is not a rapid fire question. I think take your time. I think for me, uh, there's a photographer that I've like followed for years on end, who's probably my favorite like film photographer who out is there. It? Who is it? Joe Greer. Oh, so good. So oh, I know. I know who. So behind. fucking good. Uh, he actually him and Stock Easy and this guy David too. Yeah. They put the thing on that. I was like, I just messaged heavy hitters right there. Yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. So I agree. Is for sure be my top. Dude, He's mine will be Peter part. McKinnon probably. Peter oh, McKinnon. Nice. Yeah. That guy's out of control. I don't know if we could even handle him. <laughs> right. You know? He has so much energy. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Or Casey Neistat too. Casey Neistat would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. As too. long as we could get the same glasses as Casey has. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the best wing spot. Uh. Noble pie. Noble pie? Noble okay. pie. Okay. Fuck, I don't even know, man. Don't worry, the next one's for you anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big noble pie guy. What was the one we had last, last two weeks ago? Wingstop, bro? Wingstop? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not huge into, like, yeah. eating out. Chava's stuff, not a so. big foodie. Yeah. No, definitely not, dude. Oh, yeah. I can eat whatever. Like, I'm a big eater, but I can eat whatever. Like. No, it's funny because on one of the podcasts I heard you barely had ceviche. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. What the fuck? Did you like sushi? I can I can eat it now. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, that. Do you, you just like, don't like. Seafood? I like sushi though. I like I do like. It's weird, man. I'm no, just, it is weird because it's the same. <laughs> right, and I can eat. I love sushi, bro. See, and then so finally you went to ceviche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know I'm not crazy over it, but I can have it now. Yeah. It's just you know i grew up me, being bro. a picky eater my fiance so. loves it. it's all in yeah. my head bro yeah that's why i was like i hope he likes sushi because then how did how did he just get turned on to ceviche what the hell right. is going on yeah ceviche is like latino's first sushi right Facts. you know yeah. the, yeah. eating that since i was a child yeah the raw octopus sometimes or like <laughs> oh, it just depends see, on, depends one, on how they do it though there's like different forms of ceviche yeah you know yeah, I can have it. It's just I'm not crazy over it, you know? <laughs> all right, but all right. I am crazy over sushi, so oh, it's yeah. weird, man. It's all weird. Right. Some, all t- right. some things just don't make sense. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what's uh, what's the best taco spot in town? Oh, Anas, bro. See, Anas see, I knew yeah. the next one was for you, man. You Anas like the taco? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Where's An- where's that? It's right at? there by Wells. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's like a small little taco shop. By yeah. Which good. one on Wells? <laughs> yeah, it's, which one? <laughs> um, is it the one? Uh, is do you know the, where? Do you know where Walden's Coffee Shop is? Oh, yeah. it's, it's the one off Wonder, right? It's like right yeah. across yeah. from that. So it's like, okay. so corner. it's like Walden's, and you go across the street is Wonder Bar, yeah. and it's next yeah. to Wonder oh, yeah. Bar. Yeah. Okay, right yeah, yeah. okay, I know where that's at. We go there all the time. Yeah. Um, I know my little. I know I my like, little. I always Mexico. go to the one like two blocks down south by. Uh, it's like where uh, Cuatro Vientos. Where what's it called? Used to be the the restaurant Rapscallions. It's like on the other side of the block from that one. Oh, okay, yeah, they have that little taco truck. Yeah, right? they have a little taco truck. Yeah, right so there. it's like Cuatro Vientos, I think, is right there, and then they have so they have Cuatro Vientos has the food truck there on Wells, but they they have a restaurant that's around further, the isn't corner. Isn't it further yeah. down the street? Yeah, the just right, yeah. just right down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been to that. That's a solid mm-hmm. place yeah. too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one we always go to. Okay, uh, your favorite photographer or favorite podcast? Favorite photographer, Io Greer. Okay. <laughs> Joe okay. Greer. That was easy. Uh, yeah. My favorite podcast is actually called How It's Made. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I've seen it's, a show, How It's Made. Oh. No, well, I, subscribe, I subscribe to that one. I just haven't listened to it in a real long yeah, time. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's just a podcast that speaks about origins from super big, crazy like companies or anything mm. you can think of. Uh I found out about it when I worked at Patagonia because someone showed me the episode of how Patagonia was created. And oh, nice. whole story is, like, crazy. Like, the the founder is, like, such a bro, man. Like, no. dude was just, 
He's him, amazing. And what's funny, him and the guy who made North Face were like best friends. Yeah. In high school. Like growing up. It's like, like a crazy story. Surfer, like yeah. biking the whole yeah. country dudes. Yeah. And like uh, North Face definitely. So with like Patagonia, he kept going with it. The guy in North Face sold his shares and did yeah. uh, and did E-Spirit. He did a clothing brand with like E-Spirit. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah, the, the the North Face guy, not the Patagonia. Oh, okay. not the Patagonia. Mm. No, I know the Patagonia dude stuck to he like. He stuck it and like kept doing it. North Face best friend. His, I know his like mm-hmm. son is now the the CEO. Yeah. Like he moved it down. Like mm-hmm. he kind of stepped out of the CEO and his son took that the was company. I taught a class uh, in podcasting last summer, and that was one of the example mm-hmm. podcasts I used for my students. Oh, it's made. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a made. good one. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I have a favorite one, but and this is another thing I want to start doing with our podcast. I do go on YouTube and I watch a lot of the clips, not the full length podcast, but I love <laughs> the clips. You know, so. Like the Joe Rogan one, like if there's mm. someone interesting on there, mm. like the one I said, <laughs> Tiny Meat Gang. And yeah. then there's some <laughs> other ones that I don't watch the whole podcast, but I do watch like the 10-minute clips. clips yeah. And yeah. I, I want to start doing that with our students. They kind of just timestamp yeah. the conversation. And then so people want to learn Whatever the good part. Things. Right. Yeah, instead of like sitting for an hour Have and a half. Yeah. yeah. Some of the ones, I listen to like a lot of sports podcasts, like NBA podcasts. So like oh if they're talking about the Warriors I'm gonna like skip ahead because they'll be like oh <laughs> at 47 minutes we start talking about the Warriors yeah. yeah so you know if I'm busy I'll skip ahead to that point I like this dude Theo Vaughn he's a comedian um, redneck dude but oh, he's okay. hilarious bro <laughs> and so yeah a lot of that but do you have a favorite photographer favorite photographer I actually don't know man I couldn't tell you honestly not off the top of my head but I like a lot of the local people like Chef Chef Carnahan he's mm-hmm. He's goaded for sure. and uh, But, yeah, I don't have, like, a mainstream one, honestly. Uh, what's your favorite location to shoot photos at? Donner Lake. Oh, that was fast. Ooh. Right that off the top. <laughs> Ready? Locking yeah. cock Wait, right are there. we talking locally or in general? In general. In general. In general? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Never mind. Uh, Oregon. <laughs> you you got to say Oregon. Uh, okay. No, it's not even. I don't even think it's Oregon. Like, <laughs> I think Highway 1 Big Sur area is my favorite. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, okay. we went out there. I've been down to that area at least like eight times in the years I've been taking photos. And even though I go to the same places, I love it every single time. Tight. No, that was good. It's yeah. a great drive. Um, for mine, fuck, dude. If I'm doing paid stuff here locally, I like Colin Ranch. It's just like an, you find me there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm oh, going yeah, there right after there. this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but if I just a favorite location, I was in Arizona not too long ago. Dude, it's fucking dope out there. Dub location for just pictures, Arizona. Like the Grand Canyon. And yeah, all Grand that? Canyon. Yeah. And I've all never that been, shit. but I'm a, I would think it's hella sick. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, last one. Your dream place to take photos at? Iceland. Iceland. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get this with the questions beforehand? No, <laughs> man. You, just, you probably thought of them first, <laughs> Dude, I just know where I want to. I just know my shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm over here thinking the man knows it. what he likes yeah. right yeah. it's just literally i've been asked this question for years bro like what's your dream place to go to i'm like iceland it's not even that expensive to go why haven't you i'm trying to yet? go this year yeah um, i mean it's a lot more expensive now than it was before yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm either i'm either making a trip there or to like canada this year like over to like the national parks in canada yeah. Yeah. i want to go to canada real bad like too. banff national mm. park is like big 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 yeah. on my list so dream location bro I don't know. Oregon. I'm into Oregon. I wanna. I wanna check out Oregon. We're Oregon going. Oregon's beautiful in general. Yeah, yeah we're it's going. so beautiful. Dragging his ass up there in like a month and a half. <laughs> That's good. Where are you guys gonna go? Uh, 
I haven't fully decided yet because they're probably going to let me decide everything. Uh, but I'm thinking of taking him at least to, like, the main known, like, Oregon spots. You know, like, definitely going to take them to Portland to go see Multnomah and, like, all the other waterfalls near that canyon. Mm-hmm. Take them down to the coastline, see, like, Cannon Beach yeah. and, like, yeah. Cape Kowanda, yeah. like, all those other Crater, things. Yeah. Crater Lake? Crater mm-hmm. Lake's yeah. on the way, so mm-hmm. we're probably going to stop there. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's a lot, especially because uh, it's with the glacier the glacier drive yeah so even if you rent like go up there and just go up the glacier um like where the <coughs> monolith falls or is Monoma. that Monoma. and if you just keep going down there's more oh, waterfalls yeah. and I wanna, it's crazy yeah. we found one i went with ricardo we like parked and then hiked a while and we like you, if you just google stuff yeah like it shows up it's crazy no i've been to like there's, almost there's fishbowl out there have you been uh, to fishbowl yeah I think I've been to at least every major spot in Oregon at this point because I've gone up there pretty often over the years. So I don't Mm -hmm. think there's like a a waterfall that's known that I haven't like visited yet. So I'm just going to try to like coordinate like a round trip where we can hit up everything type of thing. Nice. Nice. All right. You guys well, made those it. Those are the main questions. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, you know, we're, we're just messing with people when they say they're hard-hitting. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Nah, I thought we nah. were going to get into some deep shit. I'm like, damn, bro, they're about to ask all my demons and everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we going to talk about here? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, no. We don't do that shit. <laughs> no, no, for sure. <laughs> but we got the petty move of the week, Sean. Petty move of the week. And this, this is just pettiness all around. It's been all over. So if you're a sports fan, you probably heard Antonio Brown left the field oh, in the yeah. middle of a game last week, off, like yeah. threw his pads and his helmet, threw his like clothes yeah. in the crowd. And uh, like no one knew why he did it. Everyone's <laughs> like, he just randomly did it. Well, then like two days later, he released a statement, like basically being like, yeah, like I was injured. Everyone knew I was hurt. I tried playing. It got worse. Like they gave me some shot I wasn't supposed to take just to be able to play. And he's like, now like the bone, like I have like a torn ligament and like broken bone in my ankle and I have to have surgery. And they like, they yelled at me and told me I was going to get cut if I didn't go back in. And that's why I left. And everyone's like, oh, there's more to this story Mm -hmm. than originally appeared. So it was petty for him to leave. It's petty for him to do that afterwards. But it's also petty by the Bucks because <laughs> yes. they tr- they tried to like cover it up and say that like oh yeah we didn't know he was hurt blah 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 but then he had like text messages between him and the coach he had the receipts <laughs> he had the receipts <laughs> and uh, put him on blast but then like everyone was like but you went out dancing and like released a song so it's just you know there you know there's some probably mental health issues going on <laughs> but he wasn't just the villain like it showed that the team didn't really give a fuck about him. Yeah, like we've been saying, NFL don't give a shit. Nope. They do not care about the players. They give you fucking pain pills. They give you shots, cortisone shots to play, and you're not even going to last long in the game. The shot he'd gotten, I've never even heard of either. Some new, like, experimental thing. A super one? Like, some kind of super super soldier shit. Painkiller. Yeah, some Captain America shit. You can't feel nothing, but just keep playing. Because they were like, he was hurt and missed eight weeks, and then that was, like, his first game back. Uh, And then mm -hmm. he got hurt. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Caesar's got what grinds your gears this week? All right, so we're big fans of Aaliyah, right? Of Her new album is going to come out at this month. You know, one of my first celebrity crushes. Yeah. Oh, same. And what's grinding my gears is the features that they've already listed on uh, for you know the album. It's all men. Really. So it's like uh, you know Neo, Snoop, Future, Drake, Chris Brown. Hmm. You know, but like for me. 
she's influenced so many women. women. Like, why is like I would love to hear like a rhapsody with Aikalia, you know, yeah. a SZA, you know, yeah. her, like anything like that. SZA, especially, I feel like you can. You could see, tell. Yeah. You could tell. You could yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. tell. The influence that yeah. she has from her is like then, all like, there. There are there are things like, oh, these these guys like were very pop, like big fans of hers, and I was like, cool, tight, like. But who isn't Sounds a big like they're fan? just trying to get some hype. Exactly. But like, Features. you mm-hmm. know, the first album, like after she's dead, like, I don't know, Timberland, he's remixed some stuff. Like, I would have him do the whole album because they were. It sounds super sus right now. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it comes out this this month. They're going to release the release date soon. But like to have this, like all these guys, like even though like there's another excerpt where it's like she was a big fan of Snoop. Cool. Like, who isn't? You know, Martha Stewart loves Snoop, you know? Yeah, but like, for she's <laughs> she's influenced generations, and she was only you know, twenty years old when she died or something yeah. like that. Like, and she's influenced so many Tell women. Son. Tell them, son. So I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Where the fuck are all the girls at? Yeah, I agree. Cool. You know, um, and that's what's been grinding my gears. You know, like, don't <laughs> get me like, wrong, I'm gonna listen to it, but at the end of the day, like with all yeah. those features already, like, yeah, you know, they're just whoever's controlling the shit, step the fuck back. Facts. Mm-hmm. I agree with that one. All right, that's, that's, that's what grind my gears like. <laughs> Aaliyah, Romeo must die. You know, you know, you know all the things. Next up, we have shout outs and call outs. Mm. I have a shout out to all my fellow teachers out there dealing with all the COVID outbreaks this week. <laughs> first, <laughs> so first many. week back from yeah. break, I was telling you earlier, Caesar. One of my classes had twelve kids out with COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another one, like there's ten kids. I was saying like twenty three out of my hundred and forty students mm. uh, are currently. Uh, not allowed to come to school because if they either tested positive for COVID or they uh, had a close contact for COVID exposure, and it's only going to get worse. I don't, like one cl- one of my classes, literally the entire right side of the class <laughs> done. Done. I was like, everyone's like, oh okay. I was like, well, like at what point? <laughs> I have to like adjust my teachings because there's so many kids who aren't there. So salutes to all the rest of you out there because I know it sucks and it's tough. We had to have a talk about making sure our masks are on because I'm not yeah. trying to get. <laughs> Yeah, because if I get it, then I have to not go to a school for a week, and that's gonna suck for them. Yes, to, I'm like, you guys are gonna be doing book work, <laughs> a lot of shitty work. Yeah. Look, and then Bay Area fans, I have a shout out to all my Bay Area sports fans, all my Warrior fans out yeah. there. The God Clay Thompson is returning to the court. This, it, as we're recording this, he'll be out there tomorrow. Yes, I can't Ooh. wait. I I've been waiting two years. Back. Yeah, coming back. Two years. Excited. I, I watched. I watched when he got hurt. When he came back out and hit the free throws, I had tears. I had a tear in my eye. <laughs> Little thug tears. And I was like, <laughs> man, if we'd only known then. So I'm going to appreciate, you know, the time we yeah. have because uh, he's coming back, and I'm super excited. Can't wait. I'm happy he's taking his time too, instead of just like coming right in. You don't want that same injury again because mm-hmm. it, it just it's shows very people delicate. like all the work that goes into and like because mm-hmm. he's you know he posts on Instagram and stuff just like the experience of like the last two years of his life like just rehabbing mm-hmm. trying to get back from these two injuries and like his life just without basketball so he you're just, happy for him he needs to announce more too he's fucking great <laughs> yeah super I was trying to explain to Samantha like how funny he is <laughs> I'm like you just you gotta yeah you gotta know. And then lastly, I have a call out to uh, this guy's a fuckboy too, Lindsey Graham. Uh, for last year, like after the riots and everything, he was like tweeted like about how terrible they were 
and how like he was done with those people and then like biden on the anniversary was like talking about how bad it was and everything and all these republicans that are like making excuses for him and then lindsey graham was like how dare biden politicize this the, the january 6th insurrection <laughs> oh, Get the fuck and out i'm like here. are you fucking kidding yeah. me <laughs> this is like this this tweet is so meta like <laughs> The thing was like the whole thing was political. Dude. Like, oh my god. Also, my favorite meme was that guy with the no look mace spray. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. That yeah. was the guy's coming in the window, the cop was just like, ah, I was fucking I was like, that's my man. Yeah. yeah uh, the no look mace spray. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I spent all that day just waiting for them to start shooting them with rubber bullets and stuff and god. it never happened. Never happened. Yeah, but... good thing I wasn't security over there. People would have got bodied fast. <laughs> But uh, if you have a, if you have a question, a comment, or topic you think mm-hmm. uh, we should uh, talk about, or you want to talk shit, yeah, hit mm-hmm. us up. Down for you can that. make a song request for the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number is seven seven five eight hundred ninety one fifty three seven seven five eight hundred nine one five three. Leave a voicemail. We'll put you on the podcast or the radio. The first five people to do this will get a free T-shirt. Let's Ooh. say that. Let's put it out there. Giveaways? Free up in the We're mix doing t-shirt. giveaways? We're doing giveaways. Giveaways is Hit us up with the phone number, yeah. 775-800-9153. You get a free t-shirt. Bing bong. Bing bong boom. Let's, let's go. Next on the list. Last. Fuck boy of the fuck week. Fuck boy of the week. Ted Cruz <laughs> got called out on live TV by Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. for shit he had said last year. <laughs> When he said, like, oh, he called it an insurrection, and Tucker Carlson called him out for calling that, saying he had to, like, backtrack, and it was super funny to see him. He was all flustered and everything, and it's just like, man, like, you're still riding for Trump, even after he, like, said your wife was ugly and just personally (laughs) insulted your entire family, talked shit about your dad, like, and you're still going to stand up for this man? Like, have, like, just no spine at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Our fuck boy of the week. I mean, he could be one every week. Every week, yeah. He can be the fuck boy of the year, man. Yeah, yeah. facts. Could be, but there's a lot of candidates. Out there. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. the thing. It's a crowded field. We <laughs> have, it's a crowded field. We have to. We have to like go through it. We maybe maybe this year the deuce deuce. We should give the biggest deuce of them all. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> biggest deuce of them all. <laughs> you like Look that? You. you like that? Look at you. Uh, but uh, before we go, shout out your guys' Instagram, uh, your podcast, everything. Where Lay they can all, find all your shit. Lay it all out there. Uh, for me, it's Nanders on Instagram, N-A-N-D-E-R-R-S. Same with Twitter. Not that I really post photo shit there, but if you want to go see what I'm about outside of photography, go there. And then our podcast together is For Creatives by Creatives. We have our own Instagram page. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. So, yep, you and you can there. follow me on my Instagram at Chava with like six A's <laughs> and, and like an underscore. underscore. I'd say just type like <laughs> three, four A's, and you'll all should pop up in there. Yeah, uh, so spell it out C H, right? C H A V A, bunch of A's. I feel like that makes it easy. I don't even know, but yeah, you'll find me on there. Thank you for having us, guys. Yeah, this was great, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you guys for joining us. Oh, this was great. You guys will be on ours soon we're yes. gonna correlate we'll definitely yeah. plan for that. that way caesar doesn't cut me off from questioning again. Huh. Yeah. then you yeah. could ask all the questions you can't you talk on that <laughs> yeah, too, yeah. bro i know the hostility goddamn Dude, this <laughs> is my like, this i'm is not my, answering questions this is my fucking show you're not my, my supervisor yeah. Show. <laughs> yeah 
It's your show. I'll answer all the questions. Bet. Hey, that's fair. Like, man. I'll answer all the heated questions. I got so much stuff to go on. It's Jeez. all right. All right. We'll yeah. make a list. He's not <laughs> for loss of words very often. No, but I'm just like, this is my show. Yeah. I respect it, though. I respect it. Well, until next time, make sure you catch us every Friday night from 9 to 11 on 97.7 K-Wink, where we play nothing but the best in all things hip-hop and R&B. Yeah, uh, this is De La Foto, making sure we respect each other and uh, drink plenty of water out there. Sean, Sean mm-hmm. thanking our guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next time, you know, enjoy this warmer <laughs> winter weather. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Salute. Later. Bye.